Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back. It's the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. Joshua Fisher, Nikki Snacks, Kreider, and the Quan Cosby. Get your horns up because here we go. Horns up talking Texas gents. We had a bye week. The week before we lost to K-State. Okay, State, sorry. We're playing K-State. We lost to OK State at Stillwater in a heartbreaker, 41-34. In our bye week, the opponent that defeated us, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, <laughs> go to play Kansas State with their backup quarterback and lose to a tune of 48 nothing. And somehow we are still the favorite in this game. <laughs> Dude, what is Vegas doing? I'm like, what, what's going on? Which ultimately, I actually, if you look on paper, they're not wrong. <laughs> they're they're not, not, but it's they aren't wrong. But like, obviously, doing some digging. Uh, we know we spoke about it at the top of the year. We know what Deuce Vaughn is one of the top running backs in college football and one of the shiftiest tough to tackle running backs in college football. And time and time again, what has been since we've started this podcast, what has been one of the biggest woes we've had on the defensive side of the football finishing tackles. Um, so he's a guy there. I'm really keying in on their guys this week. Knowles is a good receiver. You know, they have they have speed on the outside as well. Obviously, Martinez or Howard, you don't know which one they'll go with. They're two different style quarterbacks. So if both are healthy, there's a strong possibility they could play both and deploy both. And to go against the grain of thinking of like we we usually I feel like all of us usually like pick pick a quarterback yeah. the two QB system. But in this instance, they're so different. One can well, really state be, actually yeah. have a long history of playing two quarterbacks and finding a way for that to work. Yeah, that's what most, I was getting. Most at. places don't, and K State have always done it and it's worked. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit of a pain. Yeah, and one quarterback, look, a guy like Martinez is dangerous, especially when he's your spell quarterback, not your spell running back. And they're bringing him in the game and they could really mask what they want to run. No pun intended. Like he is a quarterback that can obviously move. But he is a bit dangerous in the air, and then Howard's more dangerous in the air. And this is a the, the ultimate thing is the defense is one of the best in the Big Twelve. Yeah, that's the kicker. Obviously, forty eight points is a boatload of points, but we're no stranger to putting up forty eight points or seeing forty eight points being put up in the Big Twelve. I mean, we shut out OU, but I did not see Oklahoma State getting shut out at all yeah. this season. 
especially the way Sanders is playing. Sanders has been playing on fire since last year's bowl well, game. When I saw that box score, I had to double check and make sure that he played, and he did. Yeah, <laughs> they they can they they put great pressure on the quarterback. They turn the ball over, and they have one of the best passer ratings in the country against quarterbacks. And Do you all think that there's ever been a time in Big 12 history where Oklahoma State and Oklahoma have been shut out in conference in the same year? Not a chance in H-Double mm-hmm. Hockey 6. No <laughs> I really way. don't. There's no, no way. I'm not even looking that up. There's just no way. There's and, no way. And and to double down on it, even if there was, what if one of the teams was Kansas State? Like, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no chance. Like, None. it's – but Kleiman's a good coach. He's gritty. You know, and for us, for us, I really we were we were happy last week with where we were at. Like we're five and three. We matched our win total from last year. There's still an outside. Toss was saying uh, he's in a wedding uh, on the on the way to a wedding. So shout out to him and whoever's getting married uh, yeah. this upcoming weekend. Uh, you know, we love love, but there's still a way we could win the Big Twelve championship, which is crazy. But taking care of this game. Looking back at the last one we played in a microscope, the penalties had to subside. We can't go into Kansas State, can't go into Manhattan and commit 14 penalties again. No, no, we cannot. Um, and it really, going back to even Vegas, going back to this crazy game, we talk about Martinez a little bit. He's new. We talk about Deuce. Everybody knows he's a baller. He really is. We love watching you get, you know, any football fan loves watching that guy go at it. Um, but we have Worthy, we have Sanders, we have Bijan. You know, as great as Deuce is, Bijan's better. Uh, we have Roshan's giving him a run for his money. Um, we have Billingsley, Jay Witt, and Quinn, who I believe got that on the road freshman bad game out. So, that's where I'm still going. And as crazy as it is, they were the one team I never beat in um, in college. I only played them twice, but I never beat K-State. Um, really? They were our kryptonite. Whereas Scrolls, it, but we, with, yeah, yeah. With oh, you? oh, him and um, Jordy Nelson, all them cats. They had some dudes, man. And oh, so we, wow. Jordy Nelson, an underrated K-State. Oh, wow. dude, Jordy Nelson on us went – Touchdown receiving, touchdown punt return, touchdown kick return. And then their DN had a touchdown on a pick six. So they just – it was the craziest games I've ever played. And then Colt got hurt the other game, and, and we ended up being a shootout in the end. So it was just some wild things. But saying all that, we actually – we actually Deuce, Sanders, a couple of their – we have so many more dudes. And we've Definitely. had two weeks to prepare for them. We're, we're our legs back under us. Um, I I truly think, and we've gone five and zero versus them. That's what's so wild. I think that's what Vegas is looking at and saying, like, you know what? Out of all the scenarios, the teams, um, Texas, and we know this even with their three losses, they, you know, it's not no moral victories, but they should have won every single one of those. They right. truly should have won every single one of those. So, um, Tulane found a way to beat K State, so they're beatable, and and they think that Texas could have the dudes, have the roster if, if they play where they need to be to, to do the same. When we look at betting, when we look at just in general lines, we always think, what does Vegas want you to pick, right? And looking at this game, KC coming off of a dominant win against a team that beat us and they're at home as an underdog, right? 
a home dog, they want the public to take Kansas State because I think they they believe that we can get this one done. Yeah, yeah they they are are a hundred. I was thinking about that too because obviously that's like the best line of thinking because Vegas is a money making machine and they want to trick you into taking something. Yeah, I think most they, people are gonna be like, oh, Kansas State, like they just beat home Oklahoma dog, State. Yeah, home dog, twenty four. Yeah, they're gonna be overzealous on that line. I, I agree, and I think I'm not saying that Oklahoma State's a better team because they're just not because they lost to Kansas State, but I think they kind of got you know blindsided by the backup quarterback. It's a completely different team you're you're preparing for. Now we have film on both of those teams. Um, and both of those kind of, you know, different styles that I think it goes to our advantage. Q, what's like the locker room like after a game where so many penalties are committed? Like what's practice like? What is, you know, the coaching staff saying? Because from a, you know, from a media standpoint, us watching the game, it's like after a certain, after a certain while, is it a snowball effect in the game? Like once you commit five, seven, you're committing 10 and you're committing 14, how is it in the game flow versus how is it, you know, kind of the week after in practice where you're kind of really having to hunker down? Well, a couple of things. One, you, you watch the film. So as much as Sark was yelling at the refs on the sideline, when you watch the film, you see what's called. And 14, I still think we're a little much. I, I think there's some can go any way. Mm-hmm. Penalties that were called. And I think a couple of them were just bad. That holding call on Quinn's, Quinn's run was just bad. And so mm-hmm. I would probably knock that 14 down to eight, which is still too many. And so you, on one hand, you address it. Uh, but on the other, there's been some weird stuff happening on the penalty side of Texas and, and USC. And there's a whole article written about it. Um, and, and so I don't think you focus on that. What I think you focus on is Quinn's offness, you know, and, and, and maybe you focus on, Okay, how do I adjust? If if he's if we're in this scenario again, because they were still in this game with the 14 penalties, you know, they were a drop away from possibly tying it up, if not, you know, winning it, being in the red zone. And so the, that game was so weird. We played probably as bad as we played. And again, we're still in that game on the road at their place. And then you follow it up with Jay Witt, who sat them down. So their leaders are starting to lead. Um, I've said it for years and even getting to know y'all, I was like, we have the Jimmy and the Joes, but where's our leadership on the field? Um, where's our leadership off the field? And I think they had a, another players and, and some people that, oh, there's too many and all that. Me personally. Yeah, that's way too many for me for the teams that I played on, but I'm not on this team. I think they need to have one every freaking minute. Hell, if it helps, because I know the last one they had, they came out and beat the hell out of West Virginia and beat the hell out of Oklahoma. So they need that reset um, on focus that we just didn't need, which makes sense. They got NIL BS. They have, I mean, on one end, <laughs> they lose that game. And, and, and Bijan, who's a rock star, he's phenomenal. You never question anything. But he was at F1 the next day. And I'm sitting there going, hold on, dude. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm not after a loss. you know. No. And so, but it's just a different time. So hopefully the um, the reset helps. Um, what we can't, you know, Bijan still had 100 plus with touchdowns and all that, so he's good. But um, I think that's what you do. You address those pieces of you make sure you refocus. Um, they did beat the crap out of West Virginia. They did beat the crap out of Oklahoma, who both of them are actually getting better by the day. And hell, Oklahoma has a five and three record too. Yeah, and they're so starting to write the ship a little they're bit. They're starting to write the ship, and so 
you what did we do differently? How, how do we get back there? Did we get a little bit relaxed after we got the whole golden hat? We haven't played great since it. And so those are the things I think you you hone in on. And, and Sark and them are going to coach hard. They're going to try to prepare as best as they can. But the leaders and all of that and in, in what I'm seeing and hearing, they're doing exactly what they need to do to get back to those weeks of playing football. And because they do need to win, have to win every game. If they're even remotely thinking about the Big 12, they can't lose again or they're totally out of it. Yeah, completely. And, you know, I if we win this game, it just proves that maybe outside of TCU in this year that everyone in the Big 12 can at least the top tier dogs or the tier two teams can beat each other. Yep. Yeah. Similar to how the Pac-12 looks this year, too. Yeah. You know, like they've definitely gotten better. I just think college football in general has just gotten a lot better. There's more parity and there's more competition on a grand level. Just looks like, you know, there's Dude, not Tennessee can be number exactly. one exactly. By, the, by Sunday. That's so that is that's what college football needs. Exactly. And in the era of shifting conferences and about to go to probably eight to 10, 12 team playoff. It, this is it's yep. crazy. Perfect it timing. Perfect freaking timing for this parody. Alabama, mm-hmm. we love you. But you it, with NIL and all the things as much as NIL and the portals are absolute train wreck we're kind of seeing what the benefits of of creating this USC was awful last year. They get Jordan, they get Williams, they get a lot of, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. There's still some ulcers that NIL and, and, and the portal gives us, but college football is better than freaking ever. And when these realignments happen, it's, it's, there's going to be well worth these insane TV deals that are about to happen. Am I, yeah, I mean, am I a bad Texas fan for obviously I want us to beat TCU, but for some chance, if they beat us and they went out, like, am I a bad Texas fan for rooting for them to get to the college ball playoff? TCU? Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. Because I mean, if they were Oklahoma, hell yeah, you're a bad Texas fan. If they were Baylor, you're a bad Texas fan, but TCU is kind of that school, you know, TCU is, I, they're a little they're, brother. You they're know, they're, like they're they, a little brother, but they're like the good little brother. They're not the annoying little son of a gun. They're right. like uh, Fort Worth is my second favorite city in Texas. I, I There's so much. And then my high school was purple. So, you know, LaDainian Tomlinson, all these folks. Yeah, yeah, we I have this weird purple. like for TCU. The only problem with TCU is CDC came from there and he wore purple for too long. <laughs> That's the only problem I yeah. have with TCU. Gary but Patterson, no, too. But yeah, now they converted. Patterson, you know, which... So I honestly know I, I I and especially because I think if they went out they're probably still gonna get screwed, um, really? in my opinion. I, I, I think, think so. there's a I chance. Think so too. So I, look, I don't know. I feel like they they've gone undefeated a lot. I'm glad like, we're talking in about years this. past, and they obviously got snubbed. But those were the years that it was just one versus two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they got snubbed in that. They got, didn't they get snubbed in that year the Ohio State Buckeyes won, though? And people thought that they should have been in instead of them that year. I think they lost. They did, and Ohio State beat the brakes off of Oregon. And that you know, Ohio State won the whole thing. That was thing. the Mariota year, right? Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. Him and ba- them and Baylor both Correct. felt like they got subbed. They had only lost that one game, both of them. And um, <laughs> One and of so the it, best games of 
Oh, dude, that game in Waco was awesome. That actually is what started the Baylor and TCU hate. They kind of hate each other all the ways. You know, the, who's a better Christian? Who's a better Baptist? Bull crap. But um, both of them fake as all. Jesus, but the, no pun intended. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's amazing. Religious really divides people. But um, the uh, but no, they they they, uh, they certainly um. Got snubbed in and 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 very likely could this. But I'm going to be honest with you. I like your question, but I want no part of your question. Right. I want course. us to beat their butts. Of I don't, course. I, I want we us can... to, in the college football playoff, want right. us to beat them. They right. We, we can reconvene after, after uh, November 12th, after that dust is settled. Oh, but wow. But right now, they're not going in. <laughs> yeah, I they're mean, not like... going in. There, I'll tell you this though: if we're looking at college football like in a grander scale, before we get back to the game this weekend, it's there is a scenario and Toss poses to us on the on the TV show, Nick, where it's like Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama can all get in. Yeah, there is a world where that exists. If this game this weekend is a three point game, neither yes. one of them are dropping out of the top five. No, what? Why would they? And they shouldn't. They're the best no. teams on the in, in the country. Mm-hmm. They're, they're two of the best teams in the country. And if Alabama goes into Baton Rouge, a hot bat, a Baton Rouge team that's completely like they're a two loss top ten team right now, and they've completely flipped the script in their season. If they go into Baton Rouge and smack them, they're jumping in the top. They're back in the top four. <laughs> yeah, they're just a, right there, and it's like Ohio State. And it's really, you know, pick your poison of Clemson, Michigan. Who do you think's more for real? Do you want to? I trust that we had the argument of trusting TCU more than a Clemson. I think the Clemson thing is that's a very much on paper look at their personnel type team. The ACC, yeah. once again, is weak sauce. Yeah, they barely beat Wake Forest, who stinks. And Syracuse, they don't stink, but they're overrated. Syracuse and, and Wake Forest teams. I will say they give like I mean I know it's us. But they do give the Big 12 some credit. We're a three loss top 25 team. They know yeah. they're looking at, they really are looking at who the personnel is and the talent is this year. And I can see that. And the on. losses. They're, they're yeah. looking at, they're like, well, Texas won. Lo- Texas only loss at home is a last second backup quarterback deal to Bama, who we believe is one of the top five teams. Their sure. road loss, backup quarterback, another last second loss. You know, this Oklahoma State overtime. Thing, over, you know, that other one's over. So they're like, they're not. They're, they're shooting themselves in the foot and causing these losses. But really, in theory, if they quit doing that, they're a better team than all the people they played. So that's yeah. where this committee, and I still call it this selection committee versus a playoff, but they're, they're, they're diving into it a little bit better. And you know what else? It helps when you have a Big 12 person on that committee. They really, that was, you know, <laughs> going back in the day, they really didn't have a Big 12 guy on there. And we always got snubbed, you know, but uh, you probably should have another, probably one of the, the second best power five conference representation on that. Yeah. And so I think those little things like that, because some of the other folks, they're not watching our games. Yeah. Not- I mean, look, the number eight team in, in the nation, Oregon has a wider margin loss than we do this season because yeah. they got smoked by Georgia early on. And every single one of our games has been one score. Yeah. I'm not buying them. Even, a, even if they were on sale, 
Like you know, like there's no ch- <laughs> there's no chance. Like there. Speaking of that, anybody y'all want to go buy the 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 what are they commanders? <laughs> it's not- go buy yeah. the commanders RG three. Yeah, let's hit up your boy RG three so we can get involved. <laughs> Dude, right. can we get Q? Q, I know you're friendly with RG three. If you can do us a solid and pass along a message when you when you next time you speak to him, whenever that is, that his Twitter is probably the best in the game. Dude, he's gone. You know what's funny? He's about gone that? rogue on Twitter. He was not that. <laughs> He was so kind of quiet when you with him. He had a great personality and he's, I mean, he's, he's so cool. Um, but now it's funny. He almost reminds me a little bit of Pat, you know, he's not on Pat McAfee's level of crazy, but he's having a good time. He's, he's, yeah. he, uh, he's come out of his shell and I like it. He's that good. A dude. Did you spend the majority of your time with him before or after college or like during uh, college? Dur- during college, yeah, because I, I we played and, and I knew him, and I, I was always in Waco, so I gave him his, his respect, I, and we got really cool. And then afterwards, we just always kept in touch. I kind of imagine that like Baylor really like wants their players to be like super low key, like don't say anything, like get off social media, <laughs> like just be. Of course, Baylor does. Baylor w- runs this shop that they're scared their skeletons are going to come out, so they don't want. They anything. did one time. <laughs> they were. Yeah. Yeah, RG. I mean, his the Nick Cannon tweet he had, like, how many kids does Nick Cannon have? And it was a picture of number eighty on uh, the Raven. His last name is Likely, so it was like Likely eighty. <laughs> That's awesome. That's like, is he getting coached up yeah, here? He, he's also no, raised he's a bunch of money too, though, to to buy the team. He like got a bunch of like investors apparently to like raise millions of dollars to help buy the. Well, I know Peyton Manning is probably on there because Manning wants to own a team and. I see. I can see Brady one that finally, you know, being done after this season and want to be in that. I, I'm so ready for that. These guys with these massive contracts because it's going to change the NFL when they get in that owners meeting. Owners don't want that, so I don't know if it's actually going to work itself out. Owners want no part of that. They'd rather sell it to Jay Z and Elon Musk than they would, or or Jeff Bezos than they would, um, you know, uh, other players because the players, dude, when you get in there and you see what they're making and you. NFL has gotten away with a lot. And so when oh, yeah. when when a player get in there like a Manning or somebody or Tom and they're like, oh my God, this is what y'all been making. Um, the owners are gonna be like, crap, you know, and things are gonna change from a guarantee. It's already shifting that way, but it's certainly gonna change from a guarantee standpoint. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that works itself out. Yeah, um, I haven't thought about that. I, I just can you imagine RG, RG3 like in an owner's meeting. Oh man, that's the thing. The the guy y'all do realize he was, I think, a, a semester or maybe a, a full year away from finishing his law school when wow. he was at Baylor. No, he's freaking a insanely smart dude a, at quarterback. Winning the Heisman, he was up for the academic Heisman. He was freaking. I mean, that dude is. I mean, I think he was a very high, if not four old guy at Baylor. He graduated in Cove? two and a half three. Yeah, he graduated in two and a half three. Uh, years and then he uh, he was he finished at least a, a full year he, he was really close to get his law degree wow what a beast and still won the heisman so i can't believe the, I, I love mac but i can't believe he wanted him to be a db for us no see that wasn't fully true that wasn't so that was the the, the, the talking heads all right this is not, it. that's not what so what max said the re, that's not why rg3 didn't go now truth be told he had another quarterback on the roster john Childs, i believe and Max said, I'm, I'm going to be a little loyal, but I want you to come in, in theory, for, for, for instance, for me, 
when I got recruited by Tennessee, they wanted to put me in the slot of DB for the scholarship because they do all those metrics, but I was going to play offense. And so okay. that's one aspect of it. But then two, he did not come because of that. Mac made it very clear. RG, first of all, you love track. We have one of the best track teams too. Um, you're going to play where you want to play. RG didn't come because if you think about it, he started at Baylor and played against Colt. He wasn't going to play over Colt. So he didn't want to go to a place where he could sit out two or three years. And Browse loved him. And, and clearly Browse had a great offense. So all of that is not all the way true. Yeah. Um, and, and even he told the story, which is funny. Speaking of Mac, Mac seven and one over at UNC, which he's a great coach. Or is it um <laughs> is it what the ACC really is? Every time I talk to Mac, he's like, ah, you know, we're getting better. We're still got some things to clean up, but he's seven and one. So he's not even like over the top saying, oh, we're that good this year. But, you know, yeah, they're seven I and mean, one. The so. ACC is so mediocre. I can't get over it. I really, I just truthfully think it's, it's so interesting that I didn't know about the scholarship slots. Yeah. The kid, so a lot of times you do that, even there's partials, there's you maneuver the slots to, to get who you want on, 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 on the team. And then they play where and how they want. So that, that's how that piece of it works. But the talking heads, our lovely, um, large amount of online following slash websites they throw whatever they want out there and and they certainly not uh, one very good to them so they, they like throwing little daggers and, and talking yeah, crap about them. yeah and now Mac, he's just over in north carolina kicking butt he, he, he might be our only hope to knock out clemson if they uh make it to the conference championship we need him to take Clemson out. I can't Clemson's got them. a cupcake schedule left. Dude, they got like Miami, South and, Carolina. That's what I'm saying. Lose to Notre Dame this weekend. I'm serious. Like I, 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 hope I, so. I, 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 no way it happens. But like, would be dope. And by the way, speaking of that, how about this weekend of games? Holy cow! Them Notre it's Dame, must K State. You know, I Baylor, Oklahoma. Everybody. I'm like, they're we gotta watch K State, Texas, and everyone's like, "Dude, we're watching Tennessee, Georgia, exactly. <laughs> Tennessee, Georgia, Bama, LSU." We we said it earlier, but college football is in a phenomenal place, and mm -hmm. uh, it's fun. And it's fun. And as crazy as it is, we do have three losses, but I still don't feel like we're out of it. This no. time last year, we we're like, "Oh, it'd be nice to be relevant again." No, we're, we're every bit of it. And, and if we go take care of business this weekend, I don't think we'll get it. But we are certainly going to be in the top two or three on getting game day the following week. We I just want a good bowl game. I do too. Yeah, that was no, that, more, I mean, no more Alamo Bowls. Oh, I've been to I, San Antonio. I'm I'm good now. I, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> I, the thing is, is for the bowl game. I think that's, that's another great point. It's what I don't think should be lost is. It didn't carry over, but I think for this regime and this team, it can. If we get a good bowl game like the Sugar Bowl versus Georgia a couple of years ago, and we go and we win, I think for this this program, the Sarkeesian regime, I think that and this Quinn's coming back, Xavier's coming back, Bijan's not supposed to, but you never know. Like, and we how we'll have all these guys coming back and all these guys coming in. Yeah. That'll really you know take a tidal wave up, and I I think that that's the trajectory of this team. Whereas the Herman regime 
it was a it was like kind of like a life a life fest or almost in a sense it kind of saved his regime a little bit and i just thought once they didn't live up to that hype the following year although they did go seven and three i think Man, they, the they, of, they still yeah. faltered well but he, i think that was his ceiling he thought he had arrived because they beat georgia in the sugar bowl and that's just not what texas is we love that we need to do that all the time we need to win 10 plus wins but Unfortunately, how you respond, you, you want to build on something like that, to your point. And I believe this regime and the players returning would absolutely try to build on that, turn that corner and make it even better. They have bigger goals than I think overall the, the, the previous regime, because they, again, as arrogant as people say things were, it got worse after that. And it was almost like, you can't touch me. Look what happened. And I, th- these these guys are too hungry. They they, mm-hmm. they want to be in the national, truly ma- national mix, and, and and that's what I, why I think it it would be huge. And people say this all the time, but I think it it actually matters here. Those bowl game practices, what it'll do for Quinn and his development, and kind of making up for the time that he wasn't on the field and playing, it'd be huge. You know, every yeah. every rep he can get more is going to be big for that sophomore. Um, or is he a sophomore now? He's, he's still a true. He's a red shirt sophomore year. So I, I think that'll be that, that, that'll be huge. Yeah. Uh, last time we did this, we crushed the team we played. So we're doing it again because we haven't done that in a while. Score predictions. Give me a score prediction and give me like one thing like you're really it could be a number. It could be a stat. It could be like a benchmark. Give me something you're queuing in on. Uh, we'll start with you, Nick, like score and something you're really looking for in the team and maybe like a benchmark stat. 31-20 Texas. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to look for less than five penalties as a team. Okay. Nice. Q? Man, I, I think it's going to be a little more high scoring. Um, certainly. But I think we're going to score more. I'm going 49-38. Um, I think they're going to score, dude. I, I really do. They just – they have that type of – even with our, our injured guys coming back. But I'm going to tell you, our special teams are so good, and when we do stop them, I think that's going to be a big difference. Ooh, great. And I feel like Sark, two weeks to prepare, is about to have one hell of a game plan that's going to get some plays made and Quinn's going to bounce back. So I think special teams is going to be – they're going to play a role and going to get us a couple – I think they're going to get us 10 points whether it's a block punt, whether it's a great return, whatever it may be. Um, not that I'm going to say 14 points because you can't be 49 if we have 10. So I'm going to say special teams in some way, form or fashion, full field position or not, is going to, we're going to get 14 points out of their play. I love that. I'll say, I think it's going to be a little, uh, Nick, I would love if we give them, if they put up 20 points, we are winning that football Oh yeah, game. we're going to win that. That is a win. I'm going to, I think they break 30. I'm going to go 41-31, and then I'm going to rot us. And my two numbers are 10, because I want to see Roshan Johnson get 10-plus carries. He deserves it, and he should have it. And if he does, that's that's a stat that, okay, we're winning this football game. And that's with Bijan playing, knock on wood. And then four and four, four and fifteen. Last week or two weeks ago, Quinn to X-Man was four out of 15 passes. Horrible, horrible rate yeah. to Xavier Worthy. We need to clean up, clean that up. His target to reception ratio. So I'm hoping it's in more. I'd rather him get less, obviously, and more receptions. So I'm hoping it's something more in line of six of nine, which would be great. 
and then throw in Jay Witt with eight catches for 90 yards and a touchdown too. So hey, that's Jay Witt gets eight <laughs> catches. Yeah. Jay Witt gets eight catches and Marshall hey, gets I went back carries. and watched that last game. He should have. That dude was wide open when they were playing man. Like he was <sighs> wide open. So yeah. Hopefully that's cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go get a win, fellas. Always great. Q, we'll see you later. Nick, see you later. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Horns up talking Texas podcast. Let's beat K State. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.